I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Troopers accuse the agency of discriminating against troopers of color. Our new NFL concussion protocols doing enough to protect the league's players. We take a closer look in 10 minutes. The Wizards beat Detroit in the NBA. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington, facing off in Pennsylvania at the U.S. Senate debate. Democrat John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz. It's one of the most closely watched Senate races in the country. CBS's Robert Costa was there. This was a contentious debate, at times personal, raising questions about issues like the economy and crime. But there were also exchanges about Fetterman's health five months after he suffered a stroke. Fetterman used closed captioning during the debate reading questions on a 70-inch television monitor placed above the moderator's head. The debate aired on News Nation. Strong response from the White House. To the news that Russia, from Russia, the WNBA star Brittany Griner has lost the appeal of her nine-year prison sentence for carrying cannabis oil in her luggage. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House, where aides call the situation intolerable and appalling. The president says the U.S. has been in constant contact with Russia to try to secure the release of Brittany Griner and retired Marine Paul Whelan. Yet, Mr. Biden says the effort to engage Moscow in a prisoner swap has not been met with a positive response. We're not stopping. Two weeks ago, the president said he would only consider sitting with Vladimir Putin at the G20 summit in Indonesia next month to discuss the detained Americans. Aides now say the president has no intention of meeting with Putin. A report published in the British medical journal The Lancet says climate change is worsening health problems worldwide. More on that from the BBC's climate editor Justin Rowlett. The report makes for sobering reading. It finds heat-related deaths globally have increased by two-thirds over the last two decades. At the same time, infectious diseases are spreading. The report is effectively a call to arms ahead of the latest UN conference on climate change in Egypt in November. A radio DJ in Canada has been revealed as that voice you hear all the time on TikTok. Yes, I'm the TikTok text-to-speech girl. My name is Kat. Radio host Kat Callahan confirms it's her you hear every time someone uses TikTok's text-to-speech function. You're probably sick of my voice. She works at a station an hour outside of Toronto. I'm sick of my voice. And kept her side gig a secret until now. Sometimes you guys make me say some pretty horrendous things. Do you blame her? It's pretty messed up. Chris Mavridis, CBS News, Toronto. A teenage boy shot by a San Antonio police officer three weeks ago as he put his car in reverse while eating a hamburger is still hospitalized. His father says 17-year-old Eric Cantu's condition remains very touch-and-go. The officer's now been charged with two counts of aggravated assault and was fired by the San Antonio police chief. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 203, Wednesday morning, October 26, 2022, 58 in the nation's capital. Spotty drizzle overnight, only down to the upper 50s.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. Metro's safety watchdog greenlights the rail system's use of more 7,000 series cars. Details now from WTOP's Mike Marillo. It's news that Metro has needed to move forward with opening phase two of the Silver Line. An approval from the Washington Metro Rail Safety Commission for Metro's plan to safely return 7,000 series cars to service. Commission spokesperson Max Smith says the OK plan lays out steps that Metro must take when returning the cars. So riders, workers, uh, anybody else out there on the system can be confident that there are safety mitigations in place for this this known issue of the wheels moving on the axle. But he says the safety commission must also okay Metro's safety plan for phase two of the silver line before it can happen. But Metro General Manager Randy Clark says this step means a start date for the new leg of the silver line can be set in the near future. The goal was to get it going before Thanksgiving. Metro says adding more cars will also reduce crowding on the red line. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now against that backdrop, what will it take to open that silver line extension to Dulles International Airport? NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss tells WTOP about the next steps. There's a board meeting this week. I'd be surprised if we don't hear a little more movement about a date for the silver line. Metro is going to have to make sure it's doing everything it needs to do to bring more of these trains back on the tracks with the proper inspection procedures. So granted, all of that happens, then yeah, we will be talking about the silver line over opening to Dulles Airport and beyond into Loudoun County before Thanksgiving. That is NBC4's Adam Tuss. From the rails to the roads at 205, in hopes of decreasing the number of crashes, speed limits are going down on five roads in Alexandria. The speed limit is dropping this fall from 35 to 25 miles per hour on North Beauregard Street and also on West Braddock Road from North Beauregard to Quaker Lane. Speed limits are being reduced from 25 to 15 in school zones on both roads and also in school zones on North Howard Street and Seminary Road. A new 15-mile-per-hour school zone limit is being posted on King Street between Radford and Quincy Streets. Alexandria says there have been more than 500 crashes on these roads since 2015. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Three Maryland State Police troopers are suing the agency for racial discrimination. A legal filing Tuesday seeks a class action status for a lawsuit accusing Maryland State Police of a pattern of discrimination at a hostile work environment. In the filing, the agency is accused of having an unfair promotional system that it has imposed unfounded, unwarranted, and overly severe discipline against troopers of color compared with disciplinary treatment of white officers. The suit also accuses the agency of retaliating against officers who complain. A statement from Maryland State Police says the court filing is under review, adding that significant actions have been taken and are continuing to address even the perception of racism or unfair treatment of any kind. A historic jazz nightclub in Georgetown caught fire Tuesday evening. D.C. Fire and EMS say it happened uh, at Blues Alley's Jazz Club on Wisconsin Avenue Northwest just before 6.30. Fire Department spokesperson Jennifer Donlin says crews quickly evacuated the building. They made entry into the building. They found fire on the second floor. It was technically in the area between the ceiling and the roof. Um, and that's where they had fire. So they were able to extinguish the fire. No one was injured in the blaze. Musician Nadia Nordhaus was getting ready to play at the venue when she noticed the smoke. I was upstairs having my meal before we we uh, were going to play, and I heard the fire alarm go off. And at first it didn't seem like it had been smoky all through sound checks, so I didn't think it was a big deal. But then when I opened the door, I could see the waves of smoke. The cause of fire is under investigation. Just ahead, after traffic and weather, our new NFL con concussion rules doing enough to protect Sunday's football stars? It's 2.07. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. 
I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone, like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. It's 208. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. And we go to the WTOP Traffic Center and find Carlos Ramirez. <laughs> Thanks, Ian. If you're headed on the interloop of the Beltway, unfortunately, all lanes are still closed at Route 50. That's where the work zone had been throughout the overnight hours, only letting by a single lane along the right. But as of now, traffic has been stopped. This is the second time they've done it. It's been about 10 minutes uh, since they've uh, completely shut it down. They've got a rather large crane up there working on those overhead signs. Uh, as of now, the delays are back towards Gallows Road. Gallows to 50 is an option, and it sounds like you are able to use 50 uh, westbound to go ahead and um, potentially access Nutley Street and maybe make your way northbound from there. Otherwise, if you're not uh, too close or if you're not running too late, you might want to just uh, hang on tight for a few more minutes. Last time, they stopped traffic for about 12 to 15 minutes. Uh, likely, they won't stop traffic for much longer than this. Uh, if you're headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, a few work zones here as well. Just a single left lane getting by across the American Legion Bridge headed down towards the Dulles Toll Road. 66 eastbound, a single lane gets you by, and then you have to use the access road at the Fairfax County Parkway to continue eastbound. Southbound I-95, work zone along the right. Single left lane gets by as you head towards the Prince William Parkway. Interloop of the Beltway in Maryland as you make your way past the BW Parkway just by the Good Luck Road overpass. Right-hand side of the roadway blocked. Also on the interloop of the Beltway, the ramp that takes you onto I-95 is dealing with an accident scene. Uh, unclear if it is completely shut down. I am seeing the delay, but I... It does seem like you are still able to access northbound I-95. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Well, try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron uncorks this Wednesday morning forecast. We're tracking some low clouds, fog, and some mist and drizzle across our area. That's going to be the case right on through the early morning hours on our Wednesday. Now, we will see a chance for shower activity as the cold front moves our direction. Uh, those showers not going to see anything too heavy in most of the area is actually on the drier side of things but we do have that chance of showers so good idea to keep the umbrella handy just in case highs in the upper 60s to low 70s behind that system we'll see sunshine high of 66 on thursday only in the upper 50s for Friday. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Throughout most of the early morning, it's like somebody just pasted the numbers 59 to every thermometer around. Now it's started to change a little bit. While it is still 59 in Oxon Hill and 59 at the Wharf in D.C., it is 58 in Sterling. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. It is 2-11. After the furor over Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa being cleared to play following a head injury, the NFL made changes to its concussion protocol, taking more symptoms into consideration regarding a player's ability to return to the game. But is it enough? 
to protect against lifelong complications from head trauma. George Washington University public health professor Dr. Lena Wen says that's something that needs to start much earlier. She spoke with Sean and Hillary. This is the issue, and I'm so glad that we are discussing not just about improving safety in the NFL, but if we really want to reduce the lifelong health impacts from football and other contact sports, we have to start from our youth, because the concern is not just concussion, which itself can lead to long-term problems, but also this condition you mentioned, CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which causes progressive decline decline in cognitive function resulting in dementia. And CTE, the likelihood of developing CTE during your lifetime, is related to the total number of hits to your head, as well as the years of playing. And so I interviewed experts for my Washington Post column, and they cited two major interventions that can help. One of them is waiting until at least high school to start tackle football, heading in soccer, or checking in hockey so that there are fewer years of hits to the head. And also, the other thing you could do is to limit full tackling in practice and instead practicing tackling only on dummies. That's a way to protect the millions of kids who are currently playing youth and high school football. Is there any evidence to suggest that the youngest children involved in football are at a greater risk of injury if they continue practicing and have sustained head injuries over the years? There are two things that point to this. The first is just the medical science that young brains are still developing and are most vulnerable to injury and to long-term impact. The second is the correlation with CTE and specifically that there is a correlation with number of years of playing. One of the experts that I interviewed, Dr. Robert Cantu, who is a neurosurgeon, said that the risk of CTE starts after five years of football. And after 14 years, there is a 10 fold risk of CTE. 11 years is the tipping point for entering the highest risk group. And so if you start playing when you are in junior high and keep on playing in high school in college and then the pros, that risk is going to be extremely high versus if you're able to start a little bit later, you're cutting the total number of years where you could sustain impact to your head. Dr. Lena Wen is a public health professor at George Washington University. Just ahead on WTOP, a big night at home for the Wizards. Rob Woodfork with details coming up. It is 214. Hi, I'm Mandy Moore. We can do great things when we stand together. With support from American Airlines, Stand Up to Cancer is closer than ever before to achieving its mission to make every cancer patient into a long-term survivor. Through this incredible collaboration, we are pushing cancer research to new heights. Doctors and scientists, team members, patients and their families all working and standing up to move progress forward. The fight against cancer never stops. Thankfully, new and promising treatments can help save lives now. Flight is prepared for takeoff. So get on board and join this mission. To learn more about how you can support this groundbreaking effort and get Advantage Miles, go to standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines. We'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 2.15, the update from Rob Woodfork. The Wizards pummeled the Pistons, 120-99 at Capital One Arena. Their 15th straight home victory over Detroit, led by Michigan native Kyle Kuzma's game-high 25 points. 
With Bradley Beal's sideline half the game by back tightness, Coach Wes Unsell Jr. It's always tough. You go stretch without Brad. He's able to come back into the game and kind of gave us some life. The changing defenses throughout last season gave us a lot of problems. But we handled it a little better tonight. So there's growth, you know, in that area. But overall, I think finding a way to play as close to 48 minutes as possible is big for us. It's not always going to go perfect, but we were able to weather the storm and, and kind of separate there, there in the third and obviously in the fourth. Even with a few lapses, the Wizards outscored the Pistons in each of the four quarters. Beal returned to score 11 of his 13 points in the second half. And fortunately, there's time for him to get that back right as the Wizards are off until Friday. Washington Spirit fans think Ashley Sanchez and Karina Rodriguez only met in college before teaming up in D.C., but Karina told WTOP in reality, they've been friends since the age of 12. We joke about it because even before that, we knew of each other because we were both from the same SoCal area. And so playing against each other, it's always like, I don't want to play against her. She's really good and vice versa. So it's just crazy to see how our friendship has progressed and to play through basically every level that you could play through. See the full interview and read Jose Umania's Latino History Month story on WTOP.com. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. There's a new plan to gradually bring back all of Metro Rail's 7,000 series rail cars in the coming weeks. But those cars will have to go through rigorous safety inspections first. There are questions about whether Metro currently has enough staff to do that. The candidates in the razor-thin Pennsylvania Senate race squared off in their first and only debate Tuesday evening. Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman and Republican Mehmet Oz agreed to the use of closed captioning to ensure Fetterman could follow the questions. He's recovering from a stroke that happened just before the state's primary in May. A 19-year-old gunman who killed two people and wounded several others yesterday at his former high school was armed with an AR-15-style rifle, more than 600 rounds of ammunition, and more than a dozen high-capacity magazines. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. 217, breast cancer is the leading cancer for women. Black women are more likely to die of breast cancer than are white women. It's still a public health problem. Dr. Kathy Ann Joseph works to tackle health inequities impacting women of color. What barriers do black women face? There's structural barriers, um, whether it's access to care. Not all care is equal. Your zip code is really going to dictate your ultimate um, outcomes. Black women are also more likely to be diagnosed at a younger age in comparison to white women. And with triple negative breast cancer, a more aggressive subtype. CBS is Elise Preston. Health professionals urge women to get their annual mammograms and to ask their doctors if they should be getting any other screenings for the disease. Traffic and weather on the 8th. It's 218, and here's Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks, Ian. The interloop of the Beltway, the ramp that takes you onto I-95 in Maryland, is dealing with an accident scene. Sounds like it's in the actual ramp itself. Unclear if the ramp is completely blocked off or if you are able to squeeze on by. If you are there and can see exactly what's going on, give us a call, 1-866-304-WTOP. That's a traffic tip line always if you can do so safely. Down in Virginia, we were talking about the closure, interloop of the Beltway, northbound 495. All lanes were temporarily blocked. As of now, traffic is moving once again, just a single right lane, of course. So you are going to be running very slowly between Gallows Road and 50, but you are once again moving. Now, this is the second time they stopped traffic. First time was for about 15 minutes. This time was about 15 minutes as well. So keep that in mind. Unclear how many more times they're going to be doing this tonight.
near loop of the Beltway back in uh, Maryland. Headed past Pennsylvania Avenue, right side blocked with the work crew. In Virginia, southbound I-95. After 123, two right lanes are blocked with the work zone. Do stay to the far left-hand side. No real delays left over any longer. Northbound I-95 looks good. Southbound 395 after Duke Street. Work zones along the right-hand side. Single left lane gets you by there. 1-866-304-WTOP is that traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez. WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron with this forecast for our Wednesday. Storm Team 4 tracking the chance for some fog around the area, so give yourself a little bit of extra time out there on your Wednesday morning. Temperatures rebounding nicely, upper 60s to low 70s as the cold front moves in. That will give us a chance for some shower activity as well, although not expecting a whole lot of rain. On Thursday, sunshine, rather breezy, a high of 66. Friday looking good, but cool. Highs only in the 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. It is 59 at Tyson's, it's 59 at Crofton, and would you believe it, it's 59 downtown at Lanfon Plaza, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts, visit newlookhomedesign.com. Just ahead on WTOP. Why is Northern Virginia the data center capital of the world? I'm Neil Augenstein. 221. Children in poverty, each one unique, each one full of dreams. They're our hope, our future. They're the reason Children International exists. And even when the whole world changed, the things that mattered most to us stayed the same. Giving children the tools they need to set their own goals and create futures free from poverty. I have enough healthy food. I'm learning every day. I'm healthy and strong. We've developed new ways to reach children and families in poverty during these vulnerable times, ensuring they have access to health care, education, life skills, and more, so they can achieve their dreams. Learn more about Children International and join us at children.org slash help today. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Maryland Army National Guard. Aired by the Maryland, D.C., Delaware Broadcasters Association at this station. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 222. We're learning more about a shooting in northwest D.C. Monday night that injured a four-year-old boy and two other men. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti says investigators now know the men exchanged gunfire with at least one other person. The injured men were found in a car on Kennedy Street Northwest. They've both been arrested. Conti says the child was not in the car. The four-year-old had no connection to any other individual or any other people who were involved. The four-year-old uh, was doing what four-year-olds should be doing and did not deserve to be shot on Kennedy Street last night. The children's, the child's injuries are not considered to be life-threatening. D.C. police have identified a third person of interest but have not yet made an arrest. Immediately after passing a sweeping master plan for development for the next 30 years, the Montgomery County Council has begun to consider who should get the five vacant seats on the county's planning board. 
Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz kicked off the public interview of 11 candidates for the temporary planning board with an attempt to reassure residents. There have been a lot of conspiracy theories out there, and I just want to allay those. Albornoz said the process was not baked or predetermined that the temporary board members would serve to build a bridge until a new council is elected. The replacements are needed after internal conflicts erupted on the board and the council accepted the resignations of all five members. The board reviews applications for development and will implement the newest master plan known as Thrive 2050. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's 224. A new leader will take over in Prince William County early next year. Christopher Shorter becomes the new county executive on January 3rd after a decision by the Board of Supervisors. Shorter has more than 18 years experience in local government, the last two, as Baltimore City's administrator. In his new role, Shorter will make $350,000 a year. Do you know the world's biggest hub for data centers is... In Northern Virginia, WTOP's Neil Loggenstein speaks with folks who know all about it. It is true that it's the data center capital of the world, the largest market in the world by three times. Rob Factorow with commercial real estate services and investment firm CBRE says it's clear why Loudoun and Prince William counties like data centers. Big tax revenue without stress on any services. You're not putting cars on the road with people in offices. He says local governments do have to work with developers and constituents to mitigate noise and aesthetic concerns. If you think about it, it's no different than when AT&T was stringing telephone poles and all of a sudden you had this beautiful scenic vista from your home and the telephone pole was built. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. D.C.'s public library is expanding its hours. Starting Monday, November 14th, the library is adding 15 more hours hours of operation at the Central Library and neighborhood libraries district-wide. In a news release, the library says the added hours will increase opportunities for morning and evening visits and make it easier to reserve rooms for community meetings. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP 225 with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. By the end of this week, Elon Musk will likely be the new owner of Twitter. Sources say Musk told bankers who were helping to fund the deal that he expects to complete the acquisition by Friday, the deadline set by a Delaware judge. Twitter is scheduled to report its third quarter earnings today, likely its last earnings report as a public company. Add Foot Locker to the list of companies turning their backs on Ye, the rapper formerly known as Kanye West, for his recent anti-Semitic outbursts. The retailer reportedly has pulled Yeezy sneakers off its shelves. Gap and Adidas cut ties with him yesterday. By the time Black Friday rolls around, you'll be able to pay for your Amazon purchases using Venmo. You may even be able to do it already. Amazon has begun to roll out Venmo payments to some of its customers with a goal of making them available to all users by the day after Thanksgiving. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian markets giving back some of what they picked up earlier, but still ahead. The Nikkei up 182. Shanghai ahead 17 and a third. The Hang Seng is up over 81. Just ahead on WTOP, more on Tuesday night's key debate in a race that could determine the balance of power in the United States Senate. Lots to tell you about this morning on the radio, on your smart speaker, on the WTOP app, or on WTOP.com, where it's 227. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists.